five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Liam Joshua Munn. And I'm Michaela DeJoseph. And this stays between us. Nailed it. Okay. Oh, is this coming out? Is this coming out before? (laughs) It's not. It's this is coming out next week. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, this is coming out after Halloween, but like we're gonna talk about Halloween things. Um and the election, which is also just equally as spooky, so Sorry yeah. for the late. <laughs> we didn't think it through that. If you're not into Halloween or politics, this is the wrong episode of This Days Between wrong Us. Wrong episode for do you, know, you. Do you know that my brother, who lives in Wales, called me the other day and said, first off, he never calls me, to, he goes, um, I listened to, like, an episode of This Days Between Us, and then I go, okay. And he goes, sounds like you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. It's all that matters. All that matters Here indeed. How was your week, joy. Michaela? Oh happened this week uh it was fine i apologize now for everyone for all the noise that is going to be coming out of this podcast i have a heater in my bedroom that makes a lot of noise so my window has to be slightly open or else it becomes a sauna in here and you can hear everything about new york wait your heater is even on right now yeah was your heater on in the summer my heater no it's not on the summer the heater goes on once it hits below 55 and it is currently 39 degrees out so the is heater really? is on and it is hot in saigon all right let me tell you is something hot in saigon yeah is that a miss saigon reference the heat is on in saigon it's really the heat is on oh. but i said it's hot in saigon as a show i really don't know my mom when she came to new york she was like oh i need to see miss saigon this is like a year ago i'm like mom miss that's saigon. like classic for a parent age that they was love, like their time well, especially brits love a good uh, mega right, musical right, right. they love it i say lay Miz, and mom's not too into lay Miz. she loves an andrew lloyd weber or a miss saigon oh, yeah. andy she Classic. loves andy she loves it <laughs> she's seen mama me in the west end like seven times oh god that's a lot she just loves it she has fun <laughs> that's a long time but i was having fun y'all but you know what i just watched this week for the first time in my 20 years of living what's that is Hocus Pocus. Ah, yes. I watched it for the first time, which might be shocking to some. I've never seen it. I guess my parents failed me in that regard as a child, that they never showed me Hocus Pocus. Um, but I watched it. And I... This is a big statement that I'm going to say. Okay. But I think you might agree with me. Dare I say, it was the best performance Oh. Sarah Jessica Parker yeah. has ever done. She was so good. Like, and she wasn't just like a basic ass white bitch. You know what I mean? Like when I think of Sarah, Je- Sarah Jessica Parker, I just think she is a basic human being. Like I, nothing, whatever. And she's great at that. But she was actually playing a character. And it was like really good. Yeah. And I was just so impressed with her. I loved it. She was, like, my favorite part of the whole thing. And then Bette Midler, of course, icon. So good. But I mean, that's what makes that movie work is all three of those women together. Um, yeah. And, yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker's mad good in that. And also yes. Kathy and Jimmy is so good in it. 
Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're all so, 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 so good in it. And I would agree with you. I think I always say that. I think it's Sarah Jessica Parker's best part to date. Yeah. I really, like, I'm trying to think of, like, I've seen clips of Sex in the City, so I've never actually seen the full thing. So, like, I don't know. But I'm just, like, thinking to, like, other movies I've seen of her, and I'm just like, no, that is her best performance. Well, and freaking Kenny Ortega's the director, so, of course, it makes sense that it's so good. Because Kenny Ortega's a genius. A, a genius. a big statement. Oh, uh, what bad movie has he done? I mean, I guess, like, I can't really think of any. I mean, other than, like, the recent, like, Descendants. Oh, that's true. But I've never seen them, so I don't know. I think I saw the first, like, half of the first one. And I was like, oh, this is not me. This ain't me. This ain't me. That is fair. No, I really do enjoy, enjoy Hocus Pocus. Uh, They're announced last week or something. Because, essentially, every year, Bette Midler does this um, event... Every single year, she did it when she was in Hello, Dolly, too. And it's basically like this big Halloween party with some performances, typically. And, like, people come in really extravagant costumes and things. Um, and, of course, this year she has to do it online. The one thing that does kind of, like, help is that, like, a lot of people can come to it because it's not just in New York. So they're basically doing a bunch yeah. of, before, like, 60, 70 people are announced for it. It's really crazy. It's going to be all online Tickets are something like 10, 15 bucks. They're not that bad. And it's going all towards the restorative New York project, something like that. It rebuilds parks and uh, kind of like renewable energy around the city. Um, and this year in particular, she has brought together Kathy and Jimmy, Sarah Jessica Parker and her to do some hocus pocus. And from what it seems like, it's going to be like a bit. It's not, you know, it's going to be like 10, 15 minutes. It's not going to be like the whole thing. Um, but mm. with that came some press and on top of that, like she posted it on Instagram, the three of them together in a studio and like people lost that. their minds yeah. and they're like, we have a, can we have a sequel? And so like, I think E.T. How do we have a sequel? I don't know. I mean, technically the end of Hocus Pocus is a sequel that does line up. Yeah. For that's what sequel. I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, an E.T. Canada asked her and she was like, well, we're all signed on to do it. And Disney plus is supposed to have picked it up. So, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, we need to do this before they get too old. I know. I was I was looking at Bette Miller, and I was like, yeah, she's getting she's getting old. But not only that, but like Sarah Jessica Parker still looks good. Like, oh yeah, her in that she's costume. Great. Other than the wig, she looked amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Kathy and Jimmy like dropped like something like 60, 70 pounds. It was crazy. I was like, wow, this is nuts. So yeah, I'm really, really, really excited. I know a lot of my friends and things are, like, dressing up as the Sanderson sisters. I feel like it's a little, for me and my taste, I, I wouldn't want to go as... That is actually an interesting topic. Maybe I can ask you that question. How do you feel about people... Do you do you like being exact when you're dressing up for Halloween? Or are you kind of like, a, let's do it, L-I-T-E, but kind of, like, cute? You know, light option, not, like, full-on corset dress situation, you know? Which, which camp are you in? I think I'm in the, like, not go as hard because, like, I just don't care that much about Halloween to go that hard. But I think if I was going to do the Sanderson sisters, I would, like, want a corset. Like, that kind of costume I, like, would want that for because it, yeah. like, makes the whole thing. But I'm usually on the side of little to no effort. 
And I'm like, because I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm, I would, I, I know this sounds bad, but maybe I'm in like the camp of like the slutty doctor, or the slutty lawyer, the slutty planet smoothie <laughs> worker. Like I'm more interested. See, that's in, easy. But like I'm more interested in like looking cute than having the costume. Like if it's super elaborate right, and right. you're with friends and you're like going ham and that's the whole point and you're taking photos. You know, people yeah. who like Disney bound and the people that do all that thing and you know, that's how they're kind of famous on social media. All the power to you. I'm actually really impressed. I just don't have the patience. Oh, I just I uh, I, I don't care. I'm planning I one costume can't. this year and I'm exhausted. I'm like, this is terrible. And it's not even a full-on costume. Like, it's, uh, again, an L-I-T-E light option. Light version? Yeah, what do you, do you have any plans for Halloween? Just drinking in my apartment. Yeah, that is kind of the thing. Like, we all have to kind of stay in our circles. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's it. That's it for me. Yeah, well, luckily in my apartment <laughs> building, there's three of us in this apartment, and, like, three floors down, there's, like, another set of girls from school so there's mm-hmm. there's like six of us and so we're all dressed up i'll announce it here live on the stays between us but it's we're dressing up as the six characters from clue because we love the board game clue gotcha so, so we all had to pick out of a hat who we had oh that was a good idea yeah and i'm colonel mustard so classic classic yeah and we all have we all draw uh, draw uh, weapons too so we have, we have weapons okay that's good as long as yeah. you get the weapon. Oh yeah, we're going we're going full on. But I'm I based my costume off of the film version because the film version's like a turtleneck, I don't know if I've a, ever seen a it. nice dress jacket. Like it's it's easier than like I I would yeah. love to have like the colonel coat and the medallions and stuff. But like mm-hmm. you can't get a good one of those for cheap. Right? Too much. No, too much. <laughs> are you and going? I also don't want to spend money on things. I was gonna oh. ask. Are you going? Are you going? Yeah, you are you going into your apartment as someone or just free balling? I decided. I don't know what made me think of this. I'm gonna be really honest, but I was like, "What do I have in my closet?" I'm like, not buying a lot of shit. It's just not worth it. Yeah. To stay in my apartment, it makes absolutely no sense. So I decided I was going. I'm going to be. I bought a hat and suspenders, and that's all I bought. I'm going to be Susie Myerson. From The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, wait. I kind of love that. That's really smart. Yeah. Isn't that like a cute idea? I have shirts. I have pants that match. I just, she always wears suspenders and she has that little like page boy hat thing. So that's what I bought. Um, That would have been a good, that would have been a good costume for us. Me is. I know. Oh, I would have gone harder if I didn't leave my apartment. Like I would have gotten like the right pants, like, but I'm just wearing the pants and shirts that I have. Cause who do is somebody being a midge? No, I'm just being Susie on my own. <laughs> oh, Claire could have done it or something. Yeah, she already had a costume, though. <sighs> I'm very last minute. Each of that. <laughs> okay, well, it looks like we need to kid- we, we need to start planning for next year's Halloween. I think we should take a right. commercial break. <laughs> Guess who's back, 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 back again. again. You know who's also back? The election! The election, my friends. I was going cur- We are recording. It makes you gassy. I get it. <laughs> it um, does. It's currently Friday, October 30th, the day before. It's all Hallow's Eve. Oh, it and is. And next week is going to be a very eventful week. It is. I think that is fair to say. Monday is going to suck. Monday is going to suck real bad. 
because it's going to be everyone's just like can we get to tuesday what are they doing yeah. on tuesday it's so annoying just do it on a monday oh i know um weird but yes it is the uh the american election on tuesday and uh our our friends in the trump administration have (laughs) really decided to try and uh narrow down any counting of votes after election so there was a whole Wyoming debacle, Wisconsin. It's either Wisconsin or Wyoming. Mm. That's how much I know my facts. <laughs> uh, but the case went to the Supreme Court to essentially decide whether or not they could count ballots after election day. And they voted against it. They said it was unconstitutional, even though there is an influx of mail-in ballots. I thought um, the whole thing is they can't start counting until the nighttime. Correct. So then, well, I mean, depends on it depends on the state. Florida's been doing it for a month, but technically, it that has... depends on the state. Oh, but I thought then, yeah. I thought like the mail in, like mailing it in early and voting, going to vote in person early, like they haven't technically counted those yet. Yeah, I'm not necessarily sure on the exact laws. I think I'm, I'm right to the extent that it it depends on the state in which that happens. Like, I know that Florida, for example, they could start counting votes something like like a month before. It's a long time. Like, essentially when early voting starts. I'm pretty sure. Somebody correct me. Someone yell at me on Instagram (laughs) if that's true or not. But either way, there, there was a Supreme Court case that, you know, that shit went down. So it's been a very, very interesting week. And for some reason... When I'm sitting at work doing nothing, I have watched, I watched every single hour of the Amy Coney Barrett hearings for Supreme Court Justice. I think that's I also, a good thing to do. I literally watched eight hours yesterday of um, the New Zealand debates because its leader, Jacinda, um, was up for re-election like a month ago. And she, of course, won. She won by like a landslide, too. Um, and I want Jacinda to be my mother so badly. I literally watched these several hours of debates for the New Zealand (laughs) primary. That is so Uh, random. How do you even know who New Zealand's, like, I don't know anything about New Zealand. My favorite poll quote was, they're talking about cannabis. They were talking about cannabis. And wait, I don't know. I'm an idiot. It's the working party and just the, what's the conservatives? I don't know who the conservative party. Maybe it's just hmm. called the conservative party. I don't know. But they look at uh, the conservative party member and they go, have you ever ha- done cannabis? And she goes, no, no, I have not. She looks at Jacinda. Jacinda goes, well, <laughs> a little while ago. Yeah, a little while ago, but it's been a very long time. And I was like, God, what a, what a woman. That's I feel funny. like... When we were talking about the debate a few weeks ago, I don't know. I feel like other debates now just look really, really sad compared to ours because it's like <laughs> really calm. And they're like, a heated debate. And they're like, no. And everyone's like, <gasps> saying, you don't know what heat is. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what heat is until you have a mute button on your Zoom. <laughs> um, it got me thinking to maybe some fun New Zealand um, laws oh. that have either once been in in office or like, you know, or they currently are okay. in office. Um, so at one point, there was a law that banned carriage uh, carriage of roosters in hot air balloons. So that's fun. Um, okay. Um, 
I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, there was also many laws, including um, laws to stop annoying kite flying, uh, malicious bell ringing, and using dogs and or goats to drive vehicles. So that's fine. That's, yeah, um, that's interesting for sure. Uh, I said New Zealand. New Zealand's New Zealand? got their priorities straight um, with these laws. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's very, very true. Um, so we've all had our dark periods, I guess. Which we, America just happens to be in theirs. Um, again, I watched pretty much every Democratic debate and part of the Republican one. But the Republican one, I can actually see why they picked Donald Trump, because those other losers were terrible. Oh, God. The other Republican nominees were not great. They would have been better than Trump, but they were just, like, wimpy. I'm like... Guys, go after him. I don't even think I knew, know who any of them were. So. I'm pretty sure Ted Cruz was on the stage at one point. Trump won by pretty much a landslide. Which I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. But yeah. sad. <laughs> yeah, make it make sense. Yes. So um, I kind of wanted, in honor to, um, in honor of the election on Tuesday, I wanted to give some highlights to some of my favorite moments from the campaign trail from the last year, specifically around what before Joe Biden had the nomination. Um, Michaela, do you have any of your favorites that you remember? I'm going to be honest, I don't remember a lot. All I remember is everybody kept dropping out. And by the time the New York primaries came around, Joe Biden was the only candidate. So that's what I remember. Yeah, it was kind of lame. Because <sighs> we did have a lot of really good nominees. I think we did. Um, and, Me you know, too. so I'm a little sad. Um, my favorite was during the first Democratic debate, uh, The one of the moderators was, was talking to Joe Biden about being an older candidate. And Joe Biden was like, yeah, I mean, I'm old, but I'm going to get stuff done. And then they <laughs> went to Elizabeth Warren, Senator Elizabeth Warren, and they basically were like, you are technically the eldest candidate. And do you know what her response was? What was it? I don't remember. She goes, well, I would also be the youngest woman president. T. T, Lizzie. She literally is such a woman. I also watched her 15-minute roast of freaking the Wells Fargo CEO. She she literally brought in receipts, like receipts and transcriptions from interviews and meetings from the last 20 years. The woman went after him. Oh, my God. She's a woman. She it. really is. She was like, so you're telling me you're not going to pay the minimum wage when the blah, 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 blah. And she literally just started racing. And I was like, damn. <laughs> damn um, but another favorite. Yeah, literally, damn, Daniel. <laughs> um, when talking about desegregating American schools, uh, during the first Democratic debate, this was the one thing that I think people were kind of surprised that Kamala Harris was the running mate for Joe Biden. Mm. But this is what I actually think got her the seat, or like got her the the vice president nominee. Um, so basically, long story short, back in the 80s, or I think it was the 70s, I don't remember. <laughs> I wasn't born. Uh, the Department of Education was... Uh, Essentially, Joe Biden voted against the Department of Education being held responsible for busing out of school district students in the into certain schools to desegregate schools. Gotcha. And that's why Harris came out with the her like kind of famous quote of, 
There was a little girl in California. She was part of the second uh, to integrate her public school, and she was bused to school every day. That little girl was me. <laughs> she, um, and that's what that's how the famous girl. That little girl was me, Joe. Um, and it's, but it, I think honestly, I think this is a really important moment because I think it. First off, I really appreciate how Kamala is. She really is like personable. I think she yeah. is. Um, I would agree with and that. Every, all the interviews she does. Um, yeah, she sometimes has like kind of politician answers where she doesn't really answer anything straight. Um, mm-hmm. but, but her at the end and of the day, everyone else. So, you know. <laughs> I actually think Elizabeth Warren was one of the only candidates to answer straightforward. I also think, think Pete did a really good job. Mayor Pete did a nice yeah. job at answering things straight. Um but I thought, no, I mean, Michaela and I are both on the on the train that if Warren was still running, we would vote for her. I would vomit for that one. She's literally such a one. But I think the thing that Biden-Harris is offering, at least to, like, I think our age group and kind of, like, our demographic is, like, now we're having a new level of empathy that we haven't had for four years. Yeah. And I think just the stark contrast between Obama and Trump. I mean, I was watching, like, Obama tapes, too, and, like, that man knows how to freaking say a speech. Yeah. Like, that's how he won the damn... That's how he won the damn presidency. Yeah. He knows how to Talk. have a speech. And he, like, wrote a lot of his speeches. Like, most presidents yeah. don't write their own speeches, but I think he had a pretty big uh, say in what he actually said, which never made sense to me, that, like, you're president and you don't write your own speech and it's your... You saying it always was, like, crazy to me, but... Yeah. I think Obama, like, writing his own speeches really helped him be personable, too. Yeah, and it also helped that he was younger, too. Like, he was, yeah, like, at the beginning of his terms, he was young. I mean, he's, he's young now, but he's younger than Joe Biden. But um, I think, like I said, I think Kamala did a really nice job at, like, essentially, in that moment, I think, demanding the respect from joe at least or some level of accountability because he has had 40 years worth of experience in the government and so he's obviously messed up i mean i was watching the vice presidential debate from 2008 and both palin and biden both said they did not agree with marriage equality and that was 2008 but i mean obama didn't either it was like two three or four years into his first term that he was like no like we need to tackle this issue of marriage equality and and everyone needs to be equal yeah um and he's obama's also responsible for like the first woman of color you know sotomayor to be a part of the supreme court yeah so it's like all i'm saying is that maybe we'll get some remnants of humanity (laughs) oh i also have a conspiracy theory that i will only tell michaela off mic because i'm afraid the fbi will follow me because it is kind of tea Okay. Um, I'm excited. My third, my third and final. Yeah, I think I think it's actually pretty legit. But okay. anyway, the third and final <laughs> moment that I had from the campaign trail is quite recent. Um, but if you're thinking of voting for Donald Trump, uh, I'd like to pull this uh, quote for you. <laughs> the wind would kill the on the birds. That's what he said. The about wind. The would kill on the birds is is, pull, is the pull quote, because he was talking about the wind. Uh, the machines for whatever for like the windmills and shit I don't know what he was talking about but he was saying the wind would kill the birds oh if we had so, um the energy efficient wind I forgot the exact the names but you use the wind as to enter to use energy for to like give you electricity or whatever 
He said that will yeah. kill the birds. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. So to be a end all of it all is that like we've repeated this over and over, but it's like Biden and Harris isn't the perfect ticket, but at the end of the day, it's a lot better than the one we have now. And don't listen to the polls and please vote. I have been that friend who has not talked to multiple friends for multiple long years. And I'm like, have you voted? I'm that guy because I'm like, I really don't have the time. Did you vote yet, Liam? Or are you doing it on Tuesday? Yeah. You uh, voted. Oh, I already voted. Oh, Sandies. yeah. I voted. But you know what is really, really sneaky government? Um, I sent my ballot October 15th. 16th. 16th? 16th. And it's the, it says it is received but not processed. So well, that's what I'm saying. I it's don't October think... 30th. Oh well, I guess you're you sent it to Florida. Yeah, uh, but I mean that was all two and a half weeks ago, three no, weeks ago, and I'm they say they've received it, but maybe not counted it. That's what I thought. Like they can't count it yet. Fairness, some of my friends who got the email that's like, "We have received your ballot. Thank you for voting." Um, has only been into other states, not no one in Florida yet. So. I don't know, but have a voting plan, friends. You know, I'm I do not trust these CNN polls and even Fox News polls that are saying Joe Biden is leading. But and when this episode gonna comes be a, out, it'll be we'll know who's the president of the no, United States. No, we won't. This comes out on Monday. Yeah, we will. The election is Tuesday. Oh, so no. Yeah. But <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you haven't voted yet, then you have to go tomorrow and vote because you have no options left. And the lines are probably going to be long. So bring a snack, bring a book, bring some headphones, bring a yeah, friend, I'm, bring a chair if, if you're can. old. Um, if you're old, bring a cane. I would bring a chair. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of my friends who have voted here in New York, they've said the wait was around four hours, which yeah. is really exciting. It just seems I know, like I'm not, like excited uh, for it. When I see that like the lines too. are really long, like I've seen like all people like talking about who have voted early in New York and how long the lines are makes me very excited and have some sort of hope. <laughs> um, at least, yeah, obviously, it's I New think York, it's though, like, so it's like, yeah. I would be yeah, shocked if Biden didn't win New York. And I think just by some of the recent polls, again, I don't trust everything that I read, but in recent polls, it has shown that the majority of the Democratic Party is voting early versus the Republican Party is waiting to vote on the election, election day. day. Yeah. Um, so just vote. Just do me a favor and just vote. Do me a good, good favor. I thought we would do end it. today's episode. Like Michaela said, the episode comes out on Monday. Uh, I mean, we will know who is the president of the United States next episode, next time we record. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I Which think so. is... Um, that's going to be crazy. This is like my ultimate American Idol. Uh, it's going to be my ultimate American Idol. And I'm going to be like, New Hampshire, 11 points, New Hampshire. <laughs> like, I'll just be screaming. So I wrote a little letter to myself. Michaela, did you write one or is it just me on this one? Um, I have something to say. I didn't write it down. Michaela, you go first. This is what we are, we are going to talk to our future selves. So then if we're sad or elated, we can go back to this episode and revel in, in whatever feeling we're feeling. Well, I just wanted to talk about why it's important for someone like me to vote and why I vote. What is, why would I do such a thing, you know? And I'm going to put some patriotic music under this. <laughs> um, Great, I just started thinking about it. Anyways, why I vote 
and why I think many other women my age should vote is because, believe it or not, we didn't have that right given to us, and many, many women fought for us to vote and is important, especially in this day and age, to take advantage of all the stuff people have fought for us to have today that we just simply don't think about, like voting. Um, that is just so simple. So that is why I am voting and why my voice is important. This small girl can vote and it could mean Island. something <laughs> from Long Island and it could actually mean something and go towards a person who has humanity in their eyes and humanity in their soul <laughs> and hope that this person wins. Joe Biden. We fully endorse Joe him Biden. here. And yeah, that is why I have voted for all the women who fought for me to vote that I so learned to appreciate more and more every day as I think about how this was not always a right for me and I am grateful for that every single day and I hope other women are also thankful for that and vote we're at least I know I'm free kind of but <laughs> won't forget <laughs> um yeah, yeah 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 I would like to double down on that and say you know like I said it was a kind of rude awakening when I was sitting at my desk at work and listening to a 2008 tape of politicians saying gays should not get married. They do not have the right to get married. Um, that's not that long ago, friends. So the idea is we kind of got to keep fighting. And um, the only way we can have a, a voice at the table is if we bring ourselves to vote mm -hmm. and get politically involved. And there are people like... Uh, there's a really interesting Netflix documentary. Uh, it's, the name is escaping me. Is it, is it, I think I mentioned this last episode or, or something like that, Flipping the House. Um, and it's essentially following the same group that endorsed and essentially created the AOC campaign here in New York. Had uh, had multiple different campaigns throughout the U.S. to try to flip the Senate. Yeah. Senate? Congress? Anyway. Senate. For for people who to vote, essentially. For people, for working class people to be involved in politics and to represent the working class. Who um, is going to get... Republican and Democrat. Who it affects the most. <laughs> like, if you think about yeah. it. The millionaires, correct, correct. they're fine either way. You know? Correct. And then for the... I mean, and there's been some really stupid celebrity celebrities that have come out in the last like few weeks. Few weeks. Like... Basically being like, Trump's um, tax plan is better for me. I'm like, dude, like, get your head out of your ass. And, like, a few of them have restated, oh, it was a joke, it was a joke. I'm like, we have to understand, like, but, words on Twitter mean something. Yeah, like, and I can't tell if, you, if it's a joke online. Like, I can't. And also, Christy Alley needs to stop. She's crusty. She needs to stop. <laughs> she did this whole thing that she voted for Trump because she wasn't a politician and gets things done. I'm like, dude, what? crap has he gotten done that's actually been effective for us anyways i'm going to end this episode of the stays between us a little differently and i have written a letter to my future self are we ready yes dear future liam listen buddy i know you're scared your friend of what's around the little corner bend is it amy coney barrett trying to steal your right to marry or is it mayor gremlin town mayor rudy giuliani trying to touch your microphone have faith that hopefully Biden-Harris will win on Tuesday. And if they don't, then you'll cry for a very long time. But when you're done crying, 
There's no more pizza bagels in your freezer, and they're expired, but they're frozen, so they must be good. You spend your whole day Googling and bullet journaling. Maybe a Venn diagram will show up, wondering the complications from a fully expired, but fully delicious pizza bagel. Also, vote in your vocal local elections. The courts are also an effective way to effect change in your local community. Also the Senate. Also Congress. There is hopefully a new era of caring and empathy that is reflective in leadership, and also just a little less racist. Please, in God, can we just try? Love, Liam. That was very good. There's, thank you so much. Everybody, please, all we care about this week at Stays Between Us is voting. So please vote and have your voice be heard, but have an amazing week and take care of yourselves. Yes. Remember, y'all, this election, it doesn't just stay between us. Mm -mm. It involves everybody. Everyone. So have a great week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.